Cliffcentral.com. Welcome to Cliffcentral.com and in conference with Michael Jackson. That's me. I'm a conference speaker around the world, speaking at about 180 events a year globally. Love what I do, but more importantly, I get to meet some amazing people on stage, both backstage and front of house, who I share my platform with. We figured here at Cliff Central it would be an awesome thing for you to meet some of those people as well, both behind the scenes and out front. So this is where you normally get to meet authors, bloggers, entrepreneurs, multimillionaires, that kind of stuff. But more importantly, today my guest is a man really from back of house rather than front of stage. Vitally important, though, to the success of any individual conference. We're about to meet Kevin Jones. He's going to join us on uh, online on Skype from somewhere in Johannesburg, and he's in charge of an association called SAKIA, the Southern African Communication Industries Association Forum, which is all about professional standards in technical excellence and training for broadcast and audiovisual industries. Gee whiz, Kevin, that's a bit of a mouthful, but welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks. Good to be with you and uh, appreciate the opportunity to join you on uh, on the radio. You know, what really intrigues me is that more than anything else, for me, AV is absolutely crucial in my life. We were having a conversation uh, with some friends and family the other day, and they were asking me about the most important thing in the world of conferencing. My most important thing is to be there early, whatever day I'm speaking. I want to be mm-hmm. there before the conference organizer, and I normally greet them with a cappuccino so they relax about the speaker not showing up. But I've never beaten the AV guys to the job. Do AV people ever sleep? They're always no, on site. Absolutely not. They never sleep. Uh, it's part of the uniform, I think, that, you know, they all wear black T-shirts, they all wear black jeans, uh, and they all work through the night. Uh, they truly are an amazing group of people. They do a magnificent job. Uh, and I think that sometimes the people at the back are just very underappreciated. So, uh, you know, I'm very pleased that you have the opportunity to to applaud them as you as you have just done. And and continue to do so from live on stage as well, Kevin. How did you come to be involved then with uh, SAKIA, the Southern African Communication Industries Association, looking after broadcast and audio video industries? Well, uh, actually, when you and I first met, I was publishing AV Specialist magazine. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, it was a magazine that covered the audiovisual and broadcast industry in Southern Africa. Um, and over a period of time, we expanded. And I started working with some of the international associations that are actively involved in developing standards and promoting excellence in our industry. In particular, I started working with an organization in the U.S. called Infocom International. Right. So, They're an ANSI-registered standards-generating body. They deliver training and skills development programs, and they have exhibitions and and events and conferences all over the world. Um, And I started talking to them about what was happening in South Africa, what the opportunities were, and and they said to me, well, this is really exciting stuff. Maybe we should sit down with uh, the local AV community in South Africa and explore opportunities. And so I convened a meeting with the local marketplace. We all sat down together. And the conclusion that the local players came to was that they wanted to participate in the global community of audiovisual professionals. Um, but actually, they wanted to establish an industry association of their own that they would be uh, that would be, they would be able to own. They would be able to manage. They would be able to define their own agenda. Um, and so we, we established SACIA as an independent 
trade association, but aligned with Infocom, tapping into their resources, tapping into their experience and their expertise and their global network. So essentially what we are is a local trade association, but we have kind of fingers that reach out into all uh, all of the other elements that exist in the AV industry around the world. How big is the professional audiovisual community in this country? It's a difficult question. Yeah, how long is a piece of string? It's hard, isn't it? Absolutely. We have about 200 corporate members and, and most of the leading AV technology suppliers, vendors, integrators, staging companies are members of our association. But what we find is that the market is fairly diverse. Um, and so in addition to the 200 members that we have, there are many more small uh, organizations that provide AV services to weddings and to uh, and to funerals and to community get-togethers. They work in church halls and school halls. Um, they're not large organizations and they're not part of our organization, uh, but they all use AV technology in a meaningful way. Uh, so uh, is there a guess that I could take? Probably around 5,000 organizations uh, nationwide that are involved in the AV industry in one way or another. Wow. Um, yeah. I mean, for me, you know, I work in the professional side of AV when I do a conference, obviously, although I've had occasions where clients have booked one man in his sound box, you know, to turn up and provide the bloody equipment and whatever, and it's always been a disaster. You work with setting professional designations as well inside SACIA, don't you? Making sure that from associate to professional level, people are designated by their skill set and their capabilities. Yes, we do. So we're a SACWA registered professional body. SACWA is the South African Qualifications Authority. Uh, and we have a number of professional designations that we have uh, have uh, been licensed to award. And specifically what it means is that if you have the relevant work experience, the formal qualifications, uh, if you can provide uh, endorsements from work colleagues that testify that you have those skill sets, if you're prepared to work according to a code of conduct and hold yourself accountable to that code, then we have the ability to award a professional designation. Um, and I would urge and, anyone who's planning a conference or thinking about hiring people to, to run a conference that you make sure that you're dealing with a SACIA member. That's S-A-C-I-A if you want to go and look it up on the website. But, but Kevin, I want to just come to a couple of key things that are going on inside the industry at the moment. And the reason I was so keen to chat with you on this podcast is that um, I wrote a piece on LinkedIn recently um, where I castigated the use of hotel in-house suppliers for audiovisual equipment inside the world of conferencing without realizing, I mean, I, I write on conferencing all the time on LinkedIn under my own pat, uh, platform page without realizing it, this bloody thing went viral and went global and elicited some serious response from an awful lot of people who in the majority and vast majority agreed with me that we should never allow hotels to sell people conferences with their own in-house AV equipment Frankly, because it's shit. It's often outdated. It's horrible stuff. It's simply not run by professionals. It was put in as an ancillary service, and it irritates me enormously, as you can probably gather. What are your feelings on in-house AV at hotels? Well, I think it's important to distinguish between hotels uh, and and conference centers that, that have made a real investment in AV technology. So they certainly are hotels and conference centers that have formed alliances with with the big AV companies and provide a world-class service. Um, so if you're working with, you know, a conference center or a hotel that has formed that alliance, 
then absolutely I would say that you are safe, particularly if the company that they've aligned with is a SACI a member. Correct. On the other hand, um, there are so many fly-by-night operators that, uh, that as you say, they, you know, they use out-of-date equipment. Uh, it's not been properly serviced. The technicians that work on the, uh, on the gig have not been properly trained. They simply don't have the skills that are required to work effectively. And you get some awful conferences uh, where the sound doesn't work. The audio uh, you know, is distorted. Uh, the projectors are misaligned. The color balance is incorrect. It, it can be terrible. And these are basic things that more than often go wrong. I mean, it's it's irritating in the extreme, but it's being it's a rip off. I mean, a lot of organizations holding conferences and these destinations are being ripped off massively by it, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. They are. And I think really one of the things that we're trying to do within the framework of, of Sakia is to create a distinction in the marketplace so that we can clearly define that there are legitimate professional organizations that have made a commitment to training, that have invested in the right equipment to get the job, job done properly. Uh, and those are mem- organizations that we want to endorse and encourage people to use. Mm. And at the same time, there are these fly-by-night operators, the so-called Bucky Brigade, uh, who turn up with some equipment on the back of a truck, throw it together, and then uh, kind of pray that it works. Uh, and more often than not, you get let down. Now, you've mentioned that many conference centers and more professional hotels or the bigger chains have got good agreements in place where they've got an in-house supplier, but they are with reputation and facilities and, and equipment doing a reasonably good job. And I get that. I'm, I'm not trying to tar everybody with the same brush. But because you've mentioned conference centers, the other burning issue at the moment is what's going on in Cape Town. The Cape Town International Convention Center, a phenomenal destination. I love working there, um, yes. as I do at the Santon uh, CTIC. The, the Santon Convention Center, Cape Town are great. But I've heard a story now through the AV people that I meet for that early morning cappuccino before the client arrives. I hear yeah. AV people moaning and groaning, saying, if you're not part of the in-house supplier network at somewhere like the CTICC, they're asking AV companies from the inside of the Cape Town Convention Center to add 10% to their bill as a royalty for the benefit of the Cape Town International Convention Center. That cannot be normal, equitable, or or acceptable business practice, surely. What do you know about well, it? Well, certainly grossly unfair, uh, and, uh, and, and certainly from my perspective, almost extortion. I think that what they're doing is abusing their position of dominance in the Western Cape, they're creating a situation in which they are forcing AV companies that they do not contract with uh, to pay them a backhander. Um, and, uh, you know, certainly I don't believe that it's right. I don't believe it's fair. I don't believe it's equitable. And uh, and what we're doing is currently engaging with our colleagues in, in other trade associations. So EXA, the Exhibitions Industry uh, Association and SARKI the Association for the Conference Industry, and the three of us are working together to try and engage with the CTICC to address this issue um, and to ask them to reconsider the imposition of this levy. We simply don't see that it's it's right in any way whatsoever. I don't think they should reconsider. I think they should scrap it immediately because that sounds like unfair business practice. And for people like my clients who book conferences do they know that these AV suppliers are being asked to levy an additional 10% on the client's bill to grease the palms of the people inside the CTICC? 
Well, I don't think they do. Uh, it's it's brand new. Uh, we've only just started engaging with the CTICC in order to try and uh, resolve this impasse. Um, and so I think that as time progresses, we will hopefully we'll make some progress within the CTICC. Um, I, I don't want to say too much about where we stand at the moment, but I'm afraid that uh, the CTICC is absolutely the dominant convention centre in the Western Cape. Um, and their attitude at the moment seems to be uh, a kind of a like it or lump it approach. The big bully in the playground. Well, listen, please tell them in your, in your, in your negotiations that we've had this interview. I'm happy to make a copy of it available to them and also to give them right of reply if anyone from the CTICC wants to come on and try and defend their position. Uh, we'll put a podcast together on that platform as well so that we're not accused of, of unfair bias. But, you know, thank you for that. And let's see what happens in terms of that context. Um, with a couple of minutes that we've got left, Kevin, I mean, you know, more power to your elbow and to Sakia and everybody else working inside the industry. Anyone who builds the industry regarding knowledge, work experience, ethics, code of conduct, the kind of stuff that you've been talking about seems to me to be exactly in line with 21st century business practice. How do we encourage more AV people who are listening or indeed more clients who are listening to check that the people they're thinking of using for their next conference are members of your association? Well, the easiest way of doing that is just to go to the website. Uh, you mentioned it earlier, sakia.org.za. Um, uh, there's a complete members directory, so very easy for uh, for any customers to take a look at the website and identify who our members are. Um, they're also able to kind of drop me an email or, or, or we're very accessible. So all of our contact details are available on the website. Uh, I think the other thing is that we want to try and engage more fully with these, these smaller AV companies that I mentioned earlier. Um, there is an emerging group of AV companies, particularly the black-owned organizations that are emerging from uh, from the shadows. Yes. And I think it's very important that we work with them to try and create learning opportunities, to provide them with access to information about industry best practice, to encourage them to embrace professional standards, uh, and pr- essentially allow them to elevate themselves to a position where they can compete on a meaningful basis with the established companies that exist in the marketplace at the moment. I love it. So that's S-A-C-I-A, if you're looking for the spelling, Southern African Communication Industries Association. You've been listening to Kevin Jones. Kevin, time is against us, so I'm going to have to say farewell, and thank you for being with us on the show. Um, it's It's been a real joy, and that's what happens when you listen to In Conference with Michael Jackson. We're not frightened of dealing with the bigger issues inside this industry as well, and let's lay down that gauntlet challenge to the CTICC. Let's stamp out abuse wherever we see it. From me, Michael Jackson, and my guest Kevin Jones, thank you for being with us on In Conference with Michael Jackson. Cliff Central. The revolution. I've got something important to tell you. Cliffcentral.com.